Welcome to Bailing, Scaling and Barbecue, where the boys talk about hunting, fishing and cooking. Now to your host, Lawson White. Uh, g'day listeners, and today I've got Josh De Palma from Built From Boards. How are you, mate? Not bad, buddy. Yourself? Good, mate. Good. I'm uh, sweating it out down the basement again, so I um, thought I'd come down here at 7 o'clock. It's not too bad, but we uh, thought we'd chuck in a podcast before the day ends. So, whereabouts are you, Josh? Mate, I'm based out at, uh, in Sydney, in the big smoke, unfortunately, but uh, yeah, Sydney-based. Sydney-based, okay. So, how, how long have you been there, mate? Made all my life, unfortunately. In the big smoke, <laughs> struggling every day. <laughs> and uh, what's what's your occupation, mate? What do you what do you do? Uh, in the construction industry, uh, formwork. Formwork. Okay. Okay. So um, so so Josh, just um, tell us a bit about yourself. Um, tell us. Well, well, we'll get into your business in a sec, but just tell us off where you started and. And how you, for everyone who doesn't know Josh, uh, Josh De Palma is uh, built for boars. Um, so Josh is Sydney based, and I'll let Josh tell you a bit about his life story, and uh, that's what we're going to do today on the podcast. And so where where did it all start for Josh? Where did you start learning to hunt, mate? And how did you get into hunting? And tell us a bit about your hunting life, mate. Well, to be honest with you, it all started probably soon as I could walk, really, to be honest, as far as I can remember, um, my dad's hunted all his life as well since he was a young fella. Um, he moved out here when he was young, but he'd done, he done a bit of bit of hunting back home from our, our native Portugal. And then, yeah, once I once I was born, I we started, um, you know, the old ferreting, um, a bit of shooting bunnies with a shotgun, and... and um, yeah, that's, that's pretty much how it started. And then with the dogs, it sort of kicked off a little bit later on. We went out to um, a property at um, Cadobalan and we were just shooting. Um, and we ended up meeting up with um, some Aussie fellas that doing a bit of dogging. Yeah. Um, and they took us out for one morning for a run and um, they showed us all about, you know, hunting pigs with dogs. And I think as soon as uh, our phones got reception, I was uh, getting busting dad's uh, chops to, to buy a pig dog and then um, <laughs> I think pig hunting has uh, stuck ever since okay. I think the dogs are, the... what age was that mate? Uh, probably about 14, 15 <laughs> I think it started yeah okay so you've been doing it a while but, yeah I've been doing it a while um, you know not you know, obviously starting off was a bit hard trying to you know train a dog or do we buy a dog working and not knowing, all right, we're all hunters, but not knowing the art of pig hunting with dogs, it's not, not that easy, you know? Yeah. So it was a little bit hard to start off with, but and then, yeah, once we we got ourselves a good work, working dog to start off with, and then we got ourselves a pup, and we've we've kept going, gone through a few dogs, obviously, from then, you know, it's probably been about 14 years, so we, we lost our first dog, old age, and then working to find, you know, a good pack of dogs, so... We are where we are now. Okay, so um, so where whereabouts do you hunt, mate? You don't have a tell us the exact location, but um, do you, are you driving a good distance for um, you're driving a fair while to get to your, to your hunting grounds, or you, you know, it's just down the road. You know, being in Sydney, I don't find three hours too far. I do, I do a, I do a bit down south. Um, I'm lucky enough. I've probably got about you know seven or eight properties that I've got access to down south. Um. So three hours for me is not too bad. I can duck out for a weekend or, you know, a Saturday night trip to a Sunday 
Um, and then if I do get some time off with work, I can. Um, I've got a few blocks out west that I can um, go to as well. But they're a little bit further, you know, seven, eight hours. So, you know, it makes it a bit hard to sneak away just for the weekend for a seven, eight hour drive one way. Yeah, it, it's hard work when you start doing the K's like that. You um, you get fatigued pretty quickly. Yeah. So, mate, can you um tell us a bit about Built for Boars um, and, and how long you've been going and, and what your goals are there? Look, man, Built for Boars started last year. I did I did want to give it a, a kickstart a little bit earlier, but probably the confidence and not knowing if it was going to work. Um, but, you know, as we all know, there's a lot more out there now, a lot of other merchandise brands and apparel. Um, to be honest with you, my dad drew up the logo for me, so it's a little bit more of an incentive for me to to get that going. Um, yeah, and I thought, why not give it a crack, get some shirts out there, some hats, some some jumpers, some stickers, and it's not, like I said, it's not my nine to five, it's just, it's a bit of merchandise with something that I love, you know, I've got a passion for pig hunting with dogs, and nothing better than, you know, seeing a sticker on a dog crate or someone wearing a shirt or a hat. It's good, you know, seeing it over social media, it's good getting your brand out there. Um, so, yeah, that's sort of why I kicked it off, and that's it, man. It's just a hobby for a passion that I love, really. Okay, so um, so you, you mentioned your father a few times. Does um, you, You're pretty close with your dad, mate? Mate, I count my old man as my best mate, to be honest with you. Um, you know, we do everything together, you know. We hunt together, you know, like I said, he's... He, he helped me out with, with, with our, you know, we started built for boars. So, yeah, you know, if, if there's a hunting trip to be to be organised, you know, that that's the first one on the card to see if he can come out or whatever it may be. So, yeah, I'll, I'll count him as pretty much my, my best mate and my first choice for me hunting buddy, to be honest. Oh, that's, that's always good when you your first choice, you know, yeah. yeah. At least someone you can rely on, you know. And um, is he, in, yeah, is he yeah. in Sydney as well, mate? What was that, sorry? Was he in Sydney as well? Yeah, he, he's in uh, he's in Sydney as well. Yeah, he's only twenty minutes up the road from mine, so not too far. Um, you know, we 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 share the we share our dogs between the two houses as well. You know, it's not easy to have you know four working dogs in a backyard, especially here in Sydney. Yeah. So we just we just share the load of the dogs, and then whoever goes, just go to each other's house and pick up the dogs and go from there. Really. Oh, that's the go. That's the go. So um, so we'll go back to kind of to the start. So um. You said you started off with ferreting, mate. How how did you how did you get into that? That's a, that, to me, I've never done that. That sounds really interesting. You you said a bit about ferreting and you you were doing a bit of different kinds of hunting. What kind of hunting have you done with you know ferreting? Anything else have you done? Yeah, well, we have done ferreting first. You know, um, European background. You know, they love you know they love their rabbit shooting and you know duck shooting and stuff like that. So it all started off with small game. You know, a lot of shotgun action. Um, you know, I've I didn't do much. I was there probably just to tag along and, you know, pick up the odd bunny here and there and go get the odd duck. And, yeah, just kicked off from there. And then Dad got out of the shotgun and he went and bought himself a rifle. So more bigger games started coming along, you know, some goats, some, some deer, you know, the pigs. And then, yeah, it was a couple of West trips and we met up with these couple of Aussie fellas one weekend and that's how, that's how I kicked off with the dogs, really. And now the... The, the guns have taken a back seat and just sitting in the sitting in the safe. It's in the, the, the hounds are the hounds are taking over. It's amazing how many people I talk to. They all um, 
you know, they started with guns and they all of a sudden they've they've changed over to um to to the dogs and they just they can't go back. So uh, I think it's pretty interesting. So yeah. So mate, um, dogs, you know, yeah. Sorry, you go. Yeah, you know, your dogs need need the work. That's that's the thing. You know, you can't not give the dogs the work. It's like, you know, it's not going footy training and wanting to play on the weekend. You're not going to beat your feet. So no, you got to okay. make sure you put your work into your dogs. How how often do you go, mate? If you if you don't mind me asking, like, are you going every weekend or every second? I'd love, I'd, look, I'd love to say I'd go every weekend, but you know, work life, two young kids. And a wife, you know, it, make, it makes it a bit hard. Um, I'd probably say two to three weeks. I, I'd be happy to get away. Yep, that's um, pretty good. Better than you're better, doing, yeah, better, if, doing better than me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. I'd mate. Lo- look, I'd, I'd love to be out there every. I'd love to be out there every weekend. But look, you know, it, it is hard, and unfortunately, it is a bit of a selfish sport if you're, you're going to be out there every weekend. You know. Yeah. No, I understand. It, it is a selfish sport if you. Especially you got dogs, you've got to, you know, always put that time aside for them and, you know, take care of them. Yeah, and, yeah they are your best 100%. mate at the end, end of the day. So, mate, um, tell us a bit about, um, we'll start off with your dogs and we'll, we'll, we'll slowly go through your setup and we'll we'll talk about, you know, the, the, the terrain you hunt and stuff like that. So, we'll start off with, um, what kind of dogs you got, mate? To be honest with you, mate, at the moment I've got a, probably a mixed bag of lollies. I've got a, a half... A half hairy dog that I've got going at the moment. She's two years old. Um, what is she? Wolfhound, Wolfhound, Boxer, Pity Arab. Yeah. Um, she's starting to hit her straps at the moment. She's, you know, I wouldn't call her a finder just yet, but she's working it out, you know, working her nose, trying to work the ground. She follows the main dog. Um, what else have I got? Uh, my main Arab girl, she's getting on now at the moment but um, yeah my main bitch would be an Arab um, she'd be about six or seven at the moment um, I've got a Catahoula cross that I got not too long ago giving him a run um, yeah. same thing young young getting there but still a bit of work to go um, that's pretty much it I've got those three dogs at the moment I've, I've got another bull Arab but I just retired her last year she's getting a bit old the legs are starting to get a bit tired so I'd rather retire her before, you know, something happens to her out in the bush. Yeah, um, understandable. So, yeah, that's, that's, that's it at the moment. I've got, like, I've got my main girl, and I've got these two young ones at the moment that are probably between 15 months and two years that, you know, are starting starting to hit their straps, but um, are not quite there yet at the moment. Okay, so how, how, how are they, um, how's the dogs progressing, mate? Um, you, you said you got two 15-month-old ones. How are they going along, you know, because... Different breeds, different times. I know Catahoulas, some take a little bit longer than others. Um, but once they click, yeah, they click. How do, you, how do you find the different breeds? Look, my, my Catahoula um, dog that I've got at the moment, he's hard, hard as nails. Um, I, he's just a bit unsure leaving the youth when the other dogs go. But once, once he hits the ground and he goes with the main dogs, he's hard as nails. I think he just needs that confidence. He just doesn't quite have the confidence yet. Um where my hairy dog, she's leaving the ute, she's going all the way, she's working her nose, but she just doesn't have the confidence in pulling the pig up. Like, she'll go one out, but she might struggle, we might take an extra, you know, 20, 30, 50 metres to pull the pig up. I don't think she has that. I don't think she knows her own strength yet to, to pull up to pull up a pig. Yeah. Um, she does pull it up, but she's struggling. I don't, she does, you, know, she, you know she wants to, but she just doesn't quite have it yet. That's, that's all that 
head down at the moment. Yeah, okay. So what what um what kind of terrain you hunt, mate? Because you said you you got blocks kind of all over the joint. So um, what do you just say for a quick look, weekend? Where would you be heading to? Look, quick weekend. I was back down back down south. Um, you know, three three and a half hour drive. Um, look, hilly country, not too bad. Um, a lot of berries. You know, choked with berries, so it can be a bit of a pain if they that pull one up in the berries. Um, but yeah, it's mainly mainly hilly country, open, um, a few scrubby areas, uh, some some blocks back on back back onto forest, so it can get a bit thick at times. Uh, but other than that, yeah, no, that that would be that would be a weekend hunt if I was to head out west. Well, then you know, different open uh, crop country, rivers, um, creeks, stuff like that. So a little bit, and probably be all. Quad, quad stuff. Okay, so you, do you take a quad yeah. with you, mate, most of the time? Yeah, if, if I head out west, yeah, I'll take a quad. Uh, if I hit the hills um, off the back of the year, stick to the main roads, and then if I, you know, find a nice gully or a few hot spots that I know, I'll, I'll, I'll jump on foot and um, go for a walk. Okay, I, that was my next question. Do you, um, how do you go about hunting up the hills? There is it road, or you, you do have to do a fair bit of walking? I've never, I've never hunted around Sydney, mate. Um, I'm all I'm all Queensland, so um, I, yeah, I different. yeah, it's just different totally ball. different terrain. So um, yeah. So is Look, there um, lot, lots of walking, or is it you know what's the terrain like? You know, is it big stuff, well, big we'll, hilly stuff, or? Well, it will start off. We'll, we'll start you know the track first, and then like I said, there's a few you know few hot spots that we know of, and Dad Dad loves to walk, so he's not shy to get out and and walk a good gully. Um, so yeah, we're We'll mix it up. Whatever it takes to catch a pig on the weekend, that's that's what we'll do. You know, if we think that that might be a good spot, that's where we'll go. Okay, that's good. Um, so what what kind of so what, what kind of gear do you use, mate? Are you are you a sponsor or anything like that? Um, is is built for ball sponsored with any gear or what? What do you guys um, carry out? Um, I'm not sponsored with any gear. Um, you know, I I do run grunter plates on my um, my dogs. Yeah. But I also support JS for buying his dog products and all that sort of stuff. JS Enterprises down at Dolben. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm not really not sponsored. I think there's probably no need to be sponsored. Oh, if you're lucky enough to be sponsored, you know, good on ya. Um, but yeah, I, I'm not sponsored. Yeah, like I said, I run Grunter plates. I've run them on my dogs probably eight, ten years now. Yeah, he's um, been around a while, child Charles, isn't he? Yeah, and Charles. Before he moved out to Mudgee, he was um, he was pretty much my next door neighbour, so it was convenient, you know, to <laughs> get a dog collar or, or an alteration or get a patch done. Um, so yeah, now now he's at Mudgee. I've been in to see shop. It's an awesome shop. He's doing good work out of there at Mudgee. Yep. Um, do, you, do you hunt out near Mudgee, mate? No, I've never never done anything in Mudgee. Oh, I think I think I've I've gone for a shoot down in Mudgee, but it would have been a long time ago. It probably would have been about ten or twelve. Um, Went out for a shoot a couple of goats, but never, never been back out there. Yeah, okay. I've, I've only been. I think I've only been through it from when I was a kid. But I, oh, like I said, I'm, I like my Queensland. Um, I've, I've been, I've been to Western Australia, Northern Territory, Canberra, yeah. and I've been ever everywhere. But I haven't. Um, I've been down that way. I just, I don't know the area very well. So it's all. I love talking to to hunters from different parts of the country. It's always a uh, Interesting. It's cause... interesting. It is interesting. You know, people's. You know, you, you talk to different hunters from different areas, and they do things 
you know, similar in some ways, but totally different in others. You know, it's, it's amazing what different terrain and you know temperatures and humidity can, can do. Yeah, well, what what are the major things like for 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 us in Queensland? Obviously, heat is um, heat's a big one. Is there anything different up there? Like, do you guys have to deal with the snow or? You know, like we've got a where I hunt, we've got a couple of good hills, but obviously I don't think we've got hills like you guys. Um, yeah. Is there any kind of di- huge difference? Um, Look, there is. There is a lot of guys here in Sydney that have got blocks where it snows and, and stuff like that. Um, me personally, I've got some blocks where it gets really, really cold. Sometimes you can't even feel your fingertips when you're trying to collar up the dogs. Yeah. But um, yeah, not not. It has snowed there, but I wouldn't say you know I've, I've hunted in full-blown snow. Um, is there uh, yeah, something not... you do? Like, do you, do you... Well, I wouldn't know. Like, for example, driving out there when it's freezing cold, do you, do you put the, a blanket in with the dogs or do you do anything different like that? I, I'm not... I've never really... I've never hunted that stuff in that cold or I've never been, you know... <laughs> it's I've, I've a weird got, one, that one. I've, yeah, I've got a, uh, a full canvas cover on my crate. I do, you know, if it... If it's extremely cold or, you know, we're heading up and it's raining, I'll, I'll zip it all up and I'll throw in a blanket for them. You know, I don't like, you know, we've got, you know, pig hunters have got that bad image, you know, you've got a pig dog, but I treat my pig dog as a pet, you know, if that, that's my number one. At the end mm-hmm. of the day, I know they're doing something they like doing as in catching a pig, but they're doing it for us because we love it as well, you know. So I think if we, if we treat them with the goods, They'll treat us with the goods too, so I think it's only fair that we look after them. Yeah, no, I totally agree. Cause, um, I, you know, I know if I was sitting on the back for three hours freezing my nuts off, I, I wouldn't want to be jumping off trying to catch your pig. So, um, I wouldn't be liking it either. Yeah. Yeah, no, I just it's really interesting, mate. Cause I, to me, I've only hunted. You know, I've got to watch the heat, and that's about it. So it's all a bit um, yeah, all new to me. So very exciting. Um, so we will go back to the to the start again. So, how, did your dad always hunt with your mate? Like, did you and your dad, was it always just you and him together? Or did you have other people coming with you? Or how, Pretty, pretty how... much. Obviously, obviously, he had, you know, a couple of his mates as I was going out there hunting with him. But I suppose as I got older and, you know, was able to go with him and, you know, growing up, you sort of a bit more independent in, in with what you do. In, in, probably we went a lot more just ourselves um and then yeah pretty much i, I hunt with my old man and i've probably got another one or two good mates of mine that i hunt with and and that's pretty much it mm-hmm. um but like i said yeah priority priority dad was always pretty much hunting with me from as soon as as as, as far as i can remember to be honest with you yeah okay um so so, so mate we'll go to we'll go into your business um so We'll start off. So, why did you start um, built for boars? So, um, to start off with, how to what do you do with built for boars, and how do we get hold of you if we want some merch? So, tell us, tell us the the rundown of built for boars and, and why you do it. Look, mate, why I done it was like I said a little bit earlier. We touched on it. Um, it's a passion of mine. I love chasing pigs with dogs, um, and I thought, why not get start something up with a bit of clothing. Now, obviously, I've seen, you know, Hunting Dogs Australia, Call of the Dogs, Grun and Hunt, all the big boys, you know, that have got big following on social media. I wouldn't say that I'd, I'd want to be like them because 
you know, you don't want to you don't want to follow in someone else's footsteps. But I thought, you know, why, why not start something of my own? You know, something it's something that I love. And I thought, you know what? We thought me and Dad sort of come up with the name. We brainstormed one night. And we thought, well, oh, football doesn't sound bad. And and then Dad can put you know a pencil to paper and he can draw, right? So he, yeah. drew, he drew the logo up for me. That's a very good logo, then, I will admit. That's very nice. So credit, um, credit to the old boy. He, he, yeah, he, he drew that up for me and then um, I gave it to a, a digital a digital guy and he sort of put the map of Australia around it and, and tinked it around with um, the Built for Balls name and that's pretty much it. And then we started from there and then I, I sort of, that done that and then I sort of took over with, you know, trying to work out getting, you know, different different sort of merchandise, what we were going to do. We were going to do the same as everyone else, you know, tees, hats, pilbras. Um, you know, singlets, and then I thought, you know, we'd try a duffel bag, get a duffel bag going, some shorts maybe, um, and then I've, I've just um, done some fishing style shirts. Um, I saw that, that's, that, 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 that yeah, looks pretty can, cool. That are up on my page, that was, um, that's a couple of my dogs on the, on, on the shirt and, and a good ball that I caught out with Dad last year actually on one of our um, West trips. Yeah. So, and I also put some... Um, not sponsors, but guys that got behind the shirt, um, that were that liked the shirt, liked the idea, um, and I asked them if they would be happy to, you know, if I could put their their logo on a sleeve and support the shirt, and they were happy to do it. So yeah, that's that's pretty much built for boys in a nutshell. Um, really, it's just 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 Hunt, a hobby, hunting for, for love, hunting for tinga. That's it. Yeah, no, right. that's good, man. I'm, I'm glad you you do it for love, and you don't you know you don't do it for any other reasons because it's you know you don't you don't enjoy it yeah. if it, if it's for other other ways. So yeah, look, like I said, it's not my it's not my nine to five. It's just something for me to a bit of a passion, and you know I've got a, a few mates that that hunt, and they've got you know they wear my merchandise, and you know you see it out and about. You know, like I said, you know you see it on the dog crate, a sticker, or Someone post up a, a, a good pig on the weekend with the shirt. And it puts a bit of a smile on your face. That's 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 all it is for me, really. Yeah, uh, that's very good, mate. So, um, go tell us a bit about your range, mate. So I know you got some shirts. What else? What else you got? Can you can well, you run the list? My range is um, I do hats. Yep. Uh, hats, tees, um, jumpers. I do a few high vis uh, work work jumpers I'm in the construction industry so I thought you know what yeah uh, give the I'm boys a few <laughs> yeah get, get the boys on uh, on site with some gear <laughs> that's awesome um, some singlets um, done some like casual casual shorts lightweight with some pockets and that um, duffel bags I tried um, and like I said I'm just releasing these uh, fishing shirts at the moment just um, finalising my first order on those um, just waiting to see you know get the first batch out I want to try the quality obviously for myself before I release it out to the public. Yeah. Um, and, and go from there. And that's that's it. Like I road tested all my clothes first before I um before I released it all too. I went through, you know, different printers, different um, you know, clothing like labels, like as in, you know, I use AS colour. To me that's probably one of the best apparel clothing on the market here in Australia. Yeah. Um so that's what I thrive on, you know. Like, if I'm going to put something out there, it's got to be the best or one of the best, you know. Like, I don't want to put a shirt out there and then I've got to call back in, you know, three weeks' time and says, mate, the stitching's fallen out of the sleeve. It doesn't look good. 
No, no, so, I totally agree, mate. Totally or, the, agree. Or, the, or the print's cracking. So I thought, you know what? I'll spend a little bit more on my merch, but I'll make sure that it's one of the best out, out there. Yeah, oh, that's good, mate. Good quality goes a long way. So, mate, do you um, do you are you looking at doing any filming or anything like with your hunting, or are you just just doing the merch? Look at this stage, I'm just tinkering around with the merch. Um, I haven't quite finalised how I want to do it 100. percent I don't quite have a you know I don't have a a website running at the moment. I'm just doing it through my Instagram. Um, so at the moment, you know, I'm just taking orders and then ordering as I go, making orders as I go. But yeah. once I get all that sorted and, and run a run a full page where it's probably a little bit more self sufficient instead of the manual way that I'm doing it at the moment. Yeah. yeah, I'll probably look at doing a bit of getting a bit of footage going. Okay, and yeah, you're looking at like maybe joining U Hunt or um, YouTube or what are you what are you looking at doing there? Well, I might get a YouTube channel going. Um, yeah, I might look into U Hunt as well. I, I have um, spoken to to Bristol up and maybe featuring maybe in a DVD later on down the track. Um, so we'll see. We'll see. See what it's got to offer. Little, but at this stage, not not quite. Yeah, not yeah. quite there yet. Little steps, steps at a time, eh? That's it, mate. That's it. No, that's fair enough. So, do do you do um, do you do any overseas trips or big Cape York trips or Northern Territory trips while you in your in your time, or you got any of those I planned? Haven't, I haven't. I haven't. But I I would say you know a, a good Northern Territory trip or, or a Cape trip is definitely on the bucket list. Um, it's. It's, you know, it's even Dad's, Dad's dream, I suppose, is he wants to do a cake trip. So, you know, he's, he's mid-50s at the moment. I think we've better we've got to buckle down and um, get that sorted. So, before <laughs> it's uh, a little bit too hard for him to start running around. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, definitely definitely a good cake trip, I'd say, would be on the, on the next couple of years. Would be definitely on the cards. You won't regret it, mate. It's awesome fun. Um, even right, if you don't... Yeah, even if I you don't catch any, see plenty of see plenty of footage of you know one of my mates that I do a lot of hunting with down here, Sydney boar hunters. He's um you know he's done one or two cape trips as well. He's shown me plenty of photos, some good pics. So definitely, definitely on the cards. Oh, awesome stuff, mate. Yeah, you got to got to get up there. It's um it's one of those things. It's just um yeah. It's it's another world, mate. From what I see on you know on. On you know Bristol Up DVDs and, and stuff like that, it's it gets me excited. Yeah, no, uh, <laughs> I don't doubt it because I, I think it gets everyone excited. So um, yeah. yeah, it's it's a hard on that one. Um, I had another question for you. Now I've just gone absolutely blank. That's all right. Um, I'll work You're out. Right. I'll work out another question. Um, so what kind of what kind of uh, car are you driving, mate? So you're you driving uh, Toyota or? Um, Mate, to be honest, I, I'm in a in a Mitsi, I'm in a Trident. I know it's not everyone's, uh, not everyone's <laughs> cup of tea. You know, you do see uh, a few people giving the old Mitsubishi Trident a bit of stick on social media. But, um, yeah, yeah, I've got a 2014 uh, Mitsubishi Trident. I, I can't knock the old girl, mate. She's, you know, she's done plenty of trips. Um, she's got, you know, 150,000 Ks on the clock at the moment. She hasn't let me down. Um, you know, yeah. just a simple setup to be honest. Just an alloy crate at the back, um, full canvas cover. I like the plain canvas cover mate. idea. Yeah, you know, just I keep it plain and simple. You know, at the end of the day, no point being too fancy. We're only catching pigs. Um, <laughs> exactly. So, no, I, 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 
No, dead, dead right, man. As long as the car gets to A to B. I, 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 I remember what I was going to ask you now, so it's all good. Um, so, mate, going on to um, a little bit different topic, how do you how do you think social media is is affecting hunting? Um, we had a little bit of a chat beforehand, um, and you know, we me and you are, are pretty pretty similar in do the right thing. You got no dramas. So, um, can you, can you give me your point of view on what you think? Um, with social media and hunting because to me social media is a is a, a great revenue for for hunting but it, it can also be you know it's a double-edged sword you got the dickheads doing the wrong thing but what's what's your view on it mate look i don't see anything wrong with posting stuff up of you know your weekend away hunting um it's just what you post up to be honest with you you know like you wouldn't go posting up four dogs swinging off a 20 kilo slip, you know. It's, I think it's silly things like that, you know. People, you know, put pups up training and they leave a, a, a dog swinging off a pig for, you know, two, three minutes and the pig squealing. I know I know it's a pig, but it's got to be done here, mate. That's, you know, we're all, we're all here for the same thing. Um, yeah. And I think that's what that's what kills social media. You know, a lot of, there is a lot of fly kickers out there. You know, they, they call themselves pig hunters and they, they go do silly things and then they go post it on social media and they get crucified. Yeah. Yeah, but it's good. Like, I, I think five years ago, there was a lot of dumbasses doing a lot of stupid things and, and, and these days, a lot of people would just straight... I don't know, the pages The pages have been so well run these days that they would just delete that straight away. They would never accept it. Or... Yeah, it, is, it, has, it has gone a lot, lot better. Um, like the pages were getting filled with a lot of crap. It's yeah. now where where people post individual stuff on their pages. That's what that's what gets them. You know, like you know, say Joe Blade down the road goes and does something silly, and he goes and posts it on social media. That's where he's going to get crucified. You know, the the pages now are so well filtered. It's very hard to you know yeah. people to leak silly stuff on it. You know. Yeah. No. It's definitely. Um... It's been pulled in quite tightly. I know with um, we'll go back to Charles from Grunter Plates. He's um, in Grunter, his shop. He his working dogs Australia page um, really what really 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 well run. Um, you know he he had a few dramas a few few months back with uh, Facebook and selling dogs and stuff. So he's reined it. In. Oh, he, he he's he did nothing wrong. It was just um, you know Facebook being Facebook. Um, but they, they've obviously, Facebook didn't like something, and they, they I think they should, might have shut him down or something, I'm not sure, but... Um, yeah, I think they, I, I do recall, yeah, I think they made him shut it, shut it down because of the advertising of, of pig dogs and, and stuff through his page, so that's why I think he had to shut it down. He re, I think he's restarted it, but it's strictly no no advertising through his page of, you know, working dogs. Yeah, yeah, well, that's, and that's, that's, un, that's understandable, he... he I don't. He he didn't design that page for that. He designed it for you know. That, pa- that's pa- correct. Yeah, he designed the page for for us to put up our photos and um, I've, people like Matt Pebbles and um, you know a couple of other guys. They post up some really great posts of hunting and hunting advice and and you know it's a, yeah. I I really go I love that page. I think he's just hit. And, and it is it is a good page. It is a good page because you know it's got a lot of content up there. A lot of good content. Got a good info. If you want to go in there and have a good read, you know, you know you're not going to come across rubbish. But that's yeah. credit to Charles as well, you know, always going through, filtering what's there, you know, cleaning it up, 
if it needs to be cleaned up, he's always on top of it. Yeah, yeah, no, he's he's definitely on top of it. Uh, he's a he's a busy man, old Charles. Um, he is. He's so, a busy man. All right, mate. Well, um, we'll we'll wrap it up. So, can we um tell us how we get hold of you? Um, tell tell the listeners uh, your your Instagram and and, and uh, your Facebook and however we can get hold of you to um to to get your your merchandise and and, and what you're doing and follow you. Look, man. Um, just hit me up at um, Built for Balls on Instagram. That's probably where I am most active. Um, I am on Facebook under Josh Joshua the Palmer. But like I said, if you're on Instagram, hit me up through there. Um, just send me, just send me a private message regarding you know whatever merchandise you may be interested in. All my merchandise is on my page. Um, if you have any questions on anything, just um, yeah, like I said, just just message me, and I'll get back to you. I'm, I'm on there pretty frequently. Um, he is guys and yeah, we, we can go from there so <laughs> no thank you very much mate for coming on today um, appreciate it um, I, I, I can't wait to jump in the car and listen to this one so there you go guys that's uh, Josh De Palmer um, get on get on to it built for boars and uh, head over and buy some merch so thank you very much mate cheers buddy I really appreciate it mate thank you, thank you. remember guys Remember, follow us, like us on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, and make sure you subscribe on YouTube. Thanks, guys, for listening. I'm Lawson White, and this is Bailing, Scaling, and Barbecue. You, BSB, baby.